everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Friday to you all. I hope that you guys are having a fantastic day so far. Just a reminder that this week we are talking about why you're not motivated and today Friday we are going to specifically be talking about how to work on your motivation. But before we jump into that, again, happy Friday. I hope that you have big fun plans this Friday um, and I hope that you're able to stay safe But again, have a good time, relax, get stuff done, feel productive, do whatever it is you need to do to make it feel like the weekend was worth it, you know? Um, But yeah, uh, yeah, this week, (laughs) um, I don't know why I'm a little off. I think it's just because, you know, I feel like we're coming in to the end of holiday season soon. Um, And that makes me kind of sad. And it's also been kind of a weird year. We're coming to the end of like a very tumultuous year. However, it's funny how um, so many people are excited about 2021 and I'm, I'm, I'm not not excited, but it doesn't feel like much is changing. You know, a year is rolling over, but we're still all dealing with the same problems. So um, anyway, it's got me kind of down, but I won't talk about that anymore today. Um, if you are having a hard day or a weird day or a day where you have things that are bothering you or kind of dragging you down, I encourage you to do the five minute reset, which is to take at least five minutes to be by yourself. It allows you to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there and kind of draw a line in the sand where you're able to just kind of dismiss the first part of the day that has kind of been giving you trouble and restart right then and there. I'd say you could do this in the middle of your day. Maybe the first part of your day was good. The middle is being kind of sucky. You're like, okay, let's just move on from this, you know, and, um, and enjoy the rest of the day. Um, It also gives you an opportunity to come up with any resolutions for any problems or issues you're dealing with, whether it's with someone else or by yourself. And I always, always, always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things that you are grateful for, big, small, or medium size. You know, you can be grateful that it's the weekend. Yay. Maybe you're grateful that you're going to finally have time and extra cash to finish your Christmas shopping. Maybe you are grateful for an upcoming Christmas party that you get to go to. Um, Or maybe you're grateful that it is the weekend and you finally get to have some rest and relaxation before big things happen next week for Christmas um, week. I get that. Um, So whatever it is, you can be grateful for it. You can literally be grateful for anything, which makes the list never-ending, which is absolutely fantastic. And last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day, because hopefully being able to come up with a list of things you're grateful for and reflecting on the positive blessings that are happening in your life, you can spend more time thinking about those positive things to help you get through any hard negative things that are currently happening in your life. But I do hope that you're having a great day on this Friday. As I said at the top of the show this week, we were talking about why you're not motivated And today, Friday, we are talking about how to work on motivation. Um, So let's just get jump. This is, let's just jump right in. Today is the day that we talk about how to improve motivation and really talk about instilling discipline. Discipline is basically everything that you need. The only reason that I'm continually bringing up motivation is because it's helpful And it can make the process easier when, (laughs) you know, self-discipline is the thing that's going to keep you going despite wanting to do it or not. But it is nice to have, you know, um, rewards and positivity and a good feeling of, you know, going after the things that you want to accomplish, which is basically what motivation is. Because it's lingering, it's not always there, but when it's there, you want to like capitalize on it. 
and use it for as much as you can. So as I've spoken about already, motivation is a tricky thing and not something you want to fully lean on to help you accomplish your goals. So today I want to chat about some ways for you to use motivation the best way and start working on your own self-discipline. And um, we're just going to jump right into the steps because I feel like I have spoken a lot this week about how self-discipline is important and the different ways that motivation just is not super helpful but can be helpful. Um, And it's Friday and you know I don't want to drag this on too long. I just want to be helpful. So, um, but we'll see how long I take for each step. Um, So today I want to share with you five tips. So tip number one is to remove temptations. So temptations are going to be things um, that are even, you could qualify distractions, you know, things that are going to draw your attention and your focus and your desire away from the thing that you're trying to focus on, the thing that you're trying to work towards, the the goal and the journey that you are trying to accomplish and get to the finish line of. And um, I feel like you might think that like, okay, well, you can still have fun on the side and you can still like do things and still be chasing your goals and your dreams, which is true. But a lot of times if you get too distracted or tempted to take a little side road, you can get so caught up in that that you waste time and energy focus on these other things when And it kind of derails you from the plan that you've already created for for yourself to accomplish the goals that you wanted to do. So, um, for example, let's say that you are trying to um, run a marathon, right? And so your plan essentially is for you to continually work up how many miles you can run every single week. And you want to throw some strength training in there as well. And then some downtime relaxing and make sure that you're feeding your body the most healthiest you can to support all of this training, but um, some distractions or temptations that could come along would be to spend a lot of time out with your friends on the weekend and not getting the proper sleep and rest after you've run, you know, five, seven, ten miles, you know, filling yourself with maybe maybe over indulging um, on like alcohol or treats or things like that. I, I do live in a life where and I believe in a world where everything should come in balance. So you're you're not you shouldn't just deprive yourself of those things. But if there is a if the balance is tipped for you and you are overindulging on those things and those things are affecting your progress in your training, then it's something that you need to reevaluate and that can be considered a temptation or a distraction. Or let's say that um, you know, you start seeing someone, start dating someone, and you know, they start trying to pull you away from your different training days or you start skimping out on strength training or stretching or resting and then that can really impact your training and how well you're doing and whether or not you're going to get injured or what. So it's important to really evaluate the temptations and distractions that are coming upon you when you're trying to go after those goals, you know, and continue on the path. Like I said, there's no problem in having fun, you know, taking a little branch here and there as long as you come back quick enough or else it's really the your your time and your experience that you are altering and um and I just when I think of it from like a wider perspective it's like yeah there's a little couple branches off here and there but wouldn't it have just been nice if you know you just continue on that and just it's kind of like you're just like slowly walking down an aisle and you're like taking a break here and there to wave at people or just to say hi, like, hey, how's it going? How's it going? Then you continue on. You're not like literally like, oh, you know, let me come off this 
trail. Let me come in and hang out with you, sit down for a while, crack a beer open, you know, and chill. And then, um, and then, you know, get lost in the time and the experience and then try to wander back and figure out where you were and what you were doing and how you were making everything work and keeping everything balanced. That's just my personal view on it. I think that if it's really super important to you that you should try to keep that path with minimal distractions or pulling off. Um, Obviously, there are going to be things that you cannot avoid, like, you know, maybe there's some sort of natural disaster or there is some sort of um, emergency you know, health concerns, whatever it is in your family that come up that are surprises, not things that you can necessarily plan for. Um, But then, you know, and that will, those experiences will definitely strengthen you. And yes, it'll probably be the same impact where you have to figure out how to find your way back to the path that you were on. Um, But if you are able to minimize those times where you go off-roading as much as possible, you'll be able to hit your goals a little faster, a little bit more efficiently and feel more accomplished. Tip number two is to set clear goals and a plan of att- and a plan of action. So, or plan of attack, as I was about to say. Um, setting clear goals is something super helpful. And, you know, I only take that deep breath because, you know, setting clear goals is not something that's sexy or fun or exciting to talk about, obviously. But it is super important. And um, to really work on your motivation and your self-discipline it is important to set goals. And, you know, you don't want to set, like, huge, giant, ambiguous goals. Like, let's say you're like, okay, I want to be able to finish a half marathon or a full marathon. Okay, great. That's a good goal, but it's not clear enough. So you have to be like, okay, I want to finish this race. Um, and you want to figure out which race it is and like where it's at. And you want to figure out, um, what kind of timing you want. So how fast are you going to run each mile? Do you think, and is this your first race? Is this your third race? Um, and do you have a certain amount of time that you want to finish in? Even if you choose a little bit slower of a time, do you feel like you'll be able to progress a little bit quicker towards the end as the adrenaline starts to kick in? You know, you got to like define your goals um, and then define like the plan of action you're going to take. Like, okay, well, I want to be able to run this quickly. Can I run a mile at this time right now? No. Okay. What is the plan for me to get up to that speed? And then, um, and then start practicing and figuring out when your run schedule and how you can, um, you know, figure out the training to be able to run. Maybe you want to run a half marathon in under two hours. That's fine. Um, and it's one of your first or your second or your third, like I totally get it. So it's important that, when you are setting goals, that you take the time to set like clear, defined, um, detailed goals and then have a plan of action to go along with that of how you can actually accomplish those goals. And then I think that most plans, like if you have a, something that you want to accomplish, it is the best, easiest, most efficient way for you to break down that desire into multiple goals and multiple milestones and steps for you to take because you're able to check them off as you go and it'll be a lot easier to keep track of your progress and um, what you need to work towards next. So set clear goals and a plan of action. Tip number three is to find mentors. So often, most other topics, I talk about finding professional help, talking to a counselor, a therapist, whomever. That's great. And it is great. Like I, I fully fully believe that. Um, 
But I also believe that in goals and things in dreams and aspirations and things you want to accomplish, it can be really helpful to talk to a mentor or someone that's professional in that space or someone that you look up to or someone that's able to give you great advice or really just talk to you honestly and openly, transparently and with an authentic voice to let you know what you need to do, what do you need to step back from, what do you need to lean more into, like like whether or not you are indulging in, in too many temptations and distractions in your life if they know you well enough. It's important to um, find someone that you can have that relationship with, look up to, respect, and maybe get some um, additional advice from or just some, you know, a little bit of comforting, a little bit of leadership in the process of you trying to achieve your goals. I think it's great. Um, So maybe you don't have someone in your life like that right now. I feel like it would be pretty, you know, it might take a little bit of time, but it could be pretty easy if you decide to kind of use the network that you're in to find someone that could definitely come alongside you as a mentor to help you. I don't necessarily think a mentor necessarily has to be like older than you um, or super significantly um experienced or whatever than you, um, but as someone that has been through it and someone understands how to get through that process, those struggles will be really helpful and can, can be considered a mentor for you, someone that you can find yourself looking up to. So that's what I would consider a mentor and I, I highly, highly suggest that you find one. I do not currently have a real person in my life that's a mentor. I used to. I am looking for one. Um, it's definitely a weird time in my life, so I haven't found one yet, but I know that in time I will. And my current mentors right now are just the amazing motivational geniuses online in their books and all the information that I can currently get. <laughs> uh, tip number four is to continue to set new goals. So in tip number two, I was talking about setting clear goals and plan of attack. That's a plan of attack. Why do I want to say attack? Even though my notes say action, I don't understand. But yeah, so in tip number two, I was talking about setting clear goals, but tip number four is to continue to set new goals. So um, as I was saying, if you have like a really big overarching goal or an accomplishment that you want to achieve and then breaking down the steps into different goals, milestones, steps that you want to take, it's important to also continue to do that. So, um, and it doesn't have to be some sort of big overarching goal of like running a marathon. Maybe you just want to be able to finally do 10 push-ups, um, not on your knees, or maybe you want to be able to bench press a certain amount, or maybe you want to be able to, um, let's see, what else do you want to do? Maybe you want to be able to run a mile in a certain amount of time or beat a video game, um, without having to restart or whatever, depending on what game it is, you know what I mean? Um, maybe you want to be able to get a photo shoot done or get a video recorded and edited and under a certain amount of time, like whatever it is that you want to do, or maybe you want to be able to, um, bake something without any issues coming up and master certain recipes, whatever it is, um, just continue to come up with goals that you can achieve, you know, continue to set new goals because by continually creating goals in your life, even if they're just little mini ones to hit here and there, you will continue to keep your motivation, um, kind of, uh, how can I describe this? I don't know. You want to continue to keep the flow of motivation going and by creating 
and setting new goals for yourself and continuing to go after them, then you will keep that motivation flowing because it's a new challenge. Um, every single one, whether it's big, medium, or small, um, that'll, those juices will continue to flow through. You'll continue to be excited. You'll continue to want to continue to push through and do your best and achieve more and more things and check off more boxes and make that list of things that you have conquered even longer. So it's important to continue to set new goals in your life. It'll also continue to push you to learn more, try harder, um, understand uh, different relationships, understand different experiences, understand different hardships, understand uh, different ways of going about things and learning things and mastering things. So I encourage you to do that because that will definitely help you um, continue to stay motivated, but also instill even more self-discipline because if you mix it up a little bit, it'll help you to continue to push through on things that may be hard, but worth it in the end. And tip number five and the last tip that I want to share with you today is to think about the after effect. So this is more leaning on self-discipline for sure. Um, A lot of times we'll have a goal. It'll be super important to us. You know, one of my goals right now is to establish a good um, exercise routine. And I have it, I would say I'm probably like two-thirds of the way there, 66% there. And I say that because... It's very, um, it's very often for me to be able to get up and work out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I will wake up at 6.30ish, get ready, go to the gym, which is my garage, and work out, and it's great. But then when Thursday comes along, lately, I will have the hardest time. And before, when I actually used to go to like a gym gym, I would be able to get up five days a week and go work out. And I don't think it had anything to do with... I'm trying to think now. I, cause so going to the gym for me with other people there, that's not what pumps me up. Like it's not seeing other people work out that encourages me, but I think it's because I felt like we all had an agreement, had an pact of like, okay, well, I'm going to be here. You're going to be here. Right. And you know, you just become like a regular staple at the gym. It also became like a habit and I would push myself to get up and work out because I enjoyed going to that gym. Also, it was because it was one of the few gyms that was actually open, um, definitely during one of the first sets of lock uh, lockdowns in our state. So I was like, okay, I feel super privileged and grateful that I actually have a gym that I can go to because there were like a couple months where I didn't, where everything was shut down. And I was like, okay, I have to go. Like I have to go because, you know, I don't have any excuses. Um, but now... The gym is so convenient and I love it and it's great, um, but I think part of the reason is because there's still some equipment that we need to set up and there is still like one piece of equipment that I'm missing that would make doing um, hip thrust, actually two pieces of equipment, making doing hip thrust a lot easier, so I haven't really been doing that exercise, so when I jump back into that, that's definitely going to be a wake-up call for me, but it's like I cannot get myself to get up on Thursday and work out. I always get up, I wake up and I'm just like, oh, I don't feel good. I just don't feel happy and I don't feel like I want to do this. And it's becoming a recurring thing and I'm realizing it's just like a lack of motivation and self-discipline to get up and just go work out despite what's going on because my thought process most other days of the week is like at least get up and get your clothes on and go warm up. And if you do feel like crap after warming up, then fine, go shower, go back to bed or shower and go chill until it's time to start work, you know? So it's it's amazing to me 
um, that I can't get that, but I'm, I feel like I'm almost there. I feel like I just need to just keep pushing myself. I don't know if it's because it's time of year or what it is. I'm sure I'll figure it out, but wrapping this back down, back, back around to tip number five of thinking about the after effect. I feel, um, usually most of the days I will wake up and I'll still be like, oh, I'm so tired or I don't want to get up. But the thing that pushes me is like, okay, but as, as soon as I get up, and get my clothes on, I'll be fully awake. You know, I feel really groggy right now, but if I just get my stuff done, I will get up and I'll feel awake. And then after I work out, I always feel so good. I always feel so alert, ready to start work, ready to like just get the day going. And that's the thing that I encourage you to do. Think about how you're going to feel after you actually follow through with the thing that you need to do. So whether it's just accomplishing that goal or that that step, that milestone, think about how good you're going to feel after you do it. And that is really what self-discipline is. It's like, you know, making yourself do the thing that you need to do despite how you may be feeling about it at that moment. Because feelings are fleeting. You know, you can feel really excited about something in the beginning and neutral about it in the middle and not happy about it towards the end and then when you get to the end end then you're super excited and you feel so fulfilled and accomplished but you have to be able to get through all those stages and self-discipline is going to be the thing that's going to carry you all the way through because it's all about pushing yourself to do what you have promised to do what you have agreed to do to accomplish your goals despite how you may be feeling in the moments when you have to do it. So I encourage you to really think about how you're going to feel after you accomplish that thing. Hopefully that'll push you to at least get started. Usually in most things you do, if you just get started, you will be able to push through, come out the other side and feel so, so darn good about yourself. So try it out. But that's all I have to share with you today in regards to how to work on your motivation. And then we are finishing our topic of why you're not motivated. Um, thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina, and I hope that you really enjoyed it. I hope you really enjoyed the topic that we talked, excuse me, that we talked about today. Um, sorry, I had a little hiccup. And I hope that you come back next week. Um, I haven't really fully decided what we're going to talk about next week. I don't think it should be something that's too super heavy for the Christmas week, but I don't know. I would say just keep an eye on my Instagram. I might give some clues over there of um, of what we'll talk about starting on Monday. But check the description box for notes for the show, where to find me on Instagram for my personal and for the show page. Also, my email address is there for any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, uh, topics, suggestions, feedback, or just to say hey, hi, and hello to me. Again, thank you so much for listening, downloading, sharing. You guys are fantastic, amazing. Please don't hesitate to reach out to me to let me know anything I could do better or topics that you'd like me to talk about and research and whatever else you want to tell me. But have a good weekend. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it and I hope it's everything that you need it to be. But until next time, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.